Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Hello and welcome back to Strip It Back for another week. How are you going, Joanne, this morning? I'm good, I'm good, I'm cosy, I'm warm and I'm ready to dive into some very delicious, juicy, soul-connected chats. I'm excited. Oh, I can feel it already. So we, let's let's start off how we've started for the last, oh, this season. We've got our little oils in hand and you've actually chosen the oil today and it's Clary Sage and I can't think of a better oil to have chosen really for the topics that we're going to dive into just giving it a nice smell. So this is known as the oil of clarity and vision. And clary sage encourages individuals to remain open to new ideas and new perspectives. It can assist during a healing crisis uh, to really change the perspective. Mm. I love this for where we're going today, which is where. Oh, my goodness. Deep, deep dive into the beauty that is being a woman. Oh, wow. How precious. Oh, my goodness. We are still buzzing. We are on a high. Um, so you would have seen on our social media that Renee and I are part of a Goddess Connect book club and we have the privilege and honour of welcoming a circle once a, um, once a month, so the last Friday of every month. We deep dive into beautiful books and um, we want to share a little bit more about that with you all, but there was one gorgeous participant, our friend Beck, who made a comment of how magic and powerful and what an honour it is to be a woman. And that's exactly what we're diving into. And there'll be a consistent theme across the next couple of weeks around that because let's be honest, it is magic, right? It is magic, precious, so beautiful to be a woman and we're here to celebrate that. We certainly are. We certainly are. And, you know, we have this, um, you know, this tendency as women to sometimes, mm, I'm speaking from experience, make ourselves small and and shy away from our magic. And we've learnt things over the years, whether that be passed down through ancestral grounds or um, through school, that being a woman is hard and being a woman is challenging and it's super emotional. And, and in many ways, I don't know about your experiences, but you know, being a woman is labelled as, oh, it's a bit tough. It's hard to be a woman. Geez, a woman in a man's world and all these taglines and catchphrases that have been unpacked. And I don't know about you, but I'm here to shift that story. I want to change the theme and let's start celebrating the magic that is being a woman. (laughs) People can see me. I'm waving my hands. But, yeah, Yeah. it's a new paradigm and how beautiful. And I just need to, you know, when was your... Mm, like when did you first do you think feel into yes I am taking this woman feminine in me and I'm embracing her whole and completely oh probably the last couple of years let's be honest so I'm a 35 year old woman and this awakening in me probably started when we were in Singapore together Um, and you know, Singapore for us was this really exciting, exuberant step into a new way of being, a new way of life, an expat and all of these wonderful things. 
And I remember I got quite sick over there and we will talk and unpack that. I have in past episodes as well around my thyroid, which is such a driver in the feminine um, health and wellbeing sector. But I started really exploring this power. It's almost like I woke up again to being a woman. Um, and I'll be really honest, the moment it really triggered for me is when I went off the pill um, and I decided to stop taking the synthetic pill. And, you know, I would, say, I would say things to you often like, oh, my goodness, I feel like I'm 15 again, period pain and cravings and pimples and all these things that had been kind of numbed and, and not existent, which I know we will unpack in more depth. But for me, it was a, a marriage of those things, like a literal re- reawakening in my 30s. It started when I turned 30. But amazing. So we don't want this to be happening to the younger girls today. And I'm standing here for anyone that has a daughter or a younger sister or niece in their world that it is a privilege. And when we tap into this privilege and really get the essence of the magic that we have inside us and our women's circle on Friday, we really started to tap in to that four-month four journey we had together. But in the um, circle on Friday, we really were talking about the innate wisdom of the intuition. Yes, and I know that this was something that you, when you spoke in the circle on Friday night, it was something you really resonated with, this whole idea of intuition. Um, what what do you mean by that, I guess, this innate wisdom of intuition and circle? Can you unpack that a little bit more for us um, that are listening? Yeah. I love the idea of this inner knowing that, you know, it's spoken about as a gut feeling or, or just that knowing that stays around that you know that you can't ignore anymore. And I know that I've had strong moments of this in my life where it's like, okay, it's there for a reason. It's there to wake me up or step into something that maybe there's a little fear around or I'm trying to rationalise it with with the mind rather than really honouring this deep knowing. And it was really lovely on Friday because we've got a few mums in the circle and we had Chantelle really discuss about that innate intuition when you become a mama and how that is just again, next level. And I I found that so not being a mum, really interesting perspective of, yeah, there is something there that you just go with and you hold. And so maybe mums listening to this right now are thinking, yep, and nodding along. Uh, But I think that we need to remember there is a reason why women are so collective in this. Yeah, that's like a superpower. Her superpower was enhanced when she really is not more divine feminine than, you know, I guess birthing. My goodness, that's amazing. So I want to go back and I want to go on a little bit of a journey with how we got to where we are now in the sense of these circles, these this book club. It started out as a book club and it was like, let's choose a book that's, you know, you know, a book that we resonate with and and really go through and, and read it with a community because, you know, it was in the first instance where in Victoria and in Australia we became a bit of a lockdown and we wanted connection and community. No surprise there. Constant tagline with you and I, connection and community. So we chose a book and it was called Warrior Goddess Training by Heather Ashamara. And we chose it based on a recommendation from another soul sister. And we were like, oh, yeah, so we will probably, like, read a couple of chapters, talk about the book and, 
you know, probably have it all done and dusted in a couple of months. It was a really thin book. But after the first instance, we all looked at each other and went, um, <laughs> this is next level. This is deep. This is actually asking us. And again, our intuition, our inner knowing is like, you can't rush this. This is magic. This is like a little step-by-step guide to stepping into your power. We need to slow down. And uh, that's how it kind of evolved. And I love that because it was like we didn't know. We knew we wanted connection and community. We're using a, a book to anchor the conversation and that was it. We are reading at a snail pace two to three chapters each month to then come and just beautiful, heart-opening, authentic, raw conversation of women really holding space for women and just knowing that, my goodness, they think the same. Or you get every time someone shares in there, I just get something for myself every single time. It doesn't matter who. Yeah, and it's almost like I didn't have the bravery to ask that question or pose that comment and there's this sense of, oh, someone else thinks like me. Someone else has the same inner knowing and wondering. Someone else feels like they're wanting to break free from something that's no longer working and the bravery and the courage and we hold each other in this container where, you know, women in that group are on different journeys in their discovery into their soul and their mindset and their intuition and all of these things, but it is a container for people to come together and share. So I keep linking back to like, tribal times and this whole idea of my goodness women coming together and we hear about it um you know let's acknowledge not as much as I'd like to in schools with our studies here in Australia with the beautiful first Australians in the Indigenous communities our story and circle was really vital you know you start exploring it when you look in shamanic principles and all of these ideas in the African nations where I was living like the mamas come together and it's like this magic that happens mm-hmm. and Like you said earlier, I hope that it doesn't take other young women to start learning this in their 30s. I hope we can kind of change the story and open up conversations earlier so that this inner knowing and this women's power can become more prevalent. So that's kind of our intention and to be of service and share this with our community. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you've just brought up that whole tribal circle and I feel like that's just it. Just ha- just having the community of women to know that you're you're there to be held. And mm-hmm. I've got reflecting on this, thinking about in my life, and knowing that this week I don't know if you know this, but it's actually International Sisters Week. That oh, yeah. oh, so, I know, and I don't have any actual biological sisters, blood related. <laughs> But I have a whole tribe of soul sisters and I really, you being one of my divine, and I really got thinking about this in the sense of even the friendships I've had growing up, I've really linked with girls that have also had sisters in their life almost as if wanting to experience this innate power that's there Mm -hmm. to connect. And they would say in these like tribal groups, if we go back to that for a moment, that they would even sync with each other with their cycles when they were around each other. And I'm thinking like, how does that even happen? 
Like what calibration is going on there with that superpower? Oh, yes. I, I would like to have a shout out to my brother Joseph and my dad because, you know, Louise, and marie Tina and Joanne, four women, similar mm. cycles, like good luck to them. We're growing up in the Panetta household, it was a lot of divine feminine going on, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's interesting you bring that up and it's, it's so true, people craving that, um, you know, like you said, you didn't have any sisters so you were looking for that. Again, it's that innate knowing that that's what your body is yearning for, and um, yeah, it's really special. So happy, happy sister. Was it was it called International Sisters Week? Yeah, I didn't know about this until I saw. Actually, it was. This is well, this is the beautiful part of social media, right? So it went up on my um, personal um, Facebook page of. Um, one of my cousins, her two daughters were just chilling out in the backyard, made a picnic and had made like a nice drawing and cheersing each other, two sisters in their happy oh. international sister. And I thought, how beautiful. Like, That's, awesome. That's awesome. Well, how gorgeous. Now, I wanted to go back to the power of story, right, mm-hmm. and the power of how we use books as an anchor. So in our last Warrior, um, our last Warrior Goddess book club, we chose Warrior Goddess Training. Now, We've chosen another book for our next book club, which we'd love to share with you all, and we will in, in the show notes because anyone who's listening that would love to join us, you are so welcome. We'll definitely share that. We'll, we'll make sure of it. But another text that a lot of us have gone and read at different stages in our, I guess, our journey and our inquiry is another incredible, I'm calling it the new female Bible, the mm-hmm. In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. And I've actually got it in my hands here because it's something that I'm reading and rereading. You've got it too. I love it. And I I was just thinking to myself, going back to the question you started and you asked me at the start, when did I know about my divine feminine? When did I realise I was awake um, to this? And for me, it was in my 30s when I went off the pill and started inquiring. But in actual fact, if if you trace it back, your first bleed or your cycle is the first initiation, right? Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, how did I learn about that? What was that experience like for me? Where, how did, who, where was I? Who was I around? What were the women in my life um, saying about that? And it just made me start thinking it's such a significant moment. Well, are, you, are you open to exploring that story for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this is a pivotal point in every woman's life. And look, when I reflect back, my mum was very open about the mechanics of having a period. She never hid away, you know, Mm -hmm. to put the pad on and all that. I saw her do that. So when I got my period, that was there, the mechanics, the structure, the what to do. But there was no real in-depth conversation around how to go about the differences in it. Um, So I think that also led to no fault of my mum. She was probably doing a lot more than what her mum did and how she found out. Actually, that's a question I'd really like to delve into and ask her, you know. Mm. But it kind of leaves you as a teenager when this happened because I was very young. I was, I think I was in primary school still when I got my um, period, which is quite, quite young. I'm not sure actually to, in respect with girls today. Mm. Um, but it did definitely leave me in this, 
oh, but I just want to be like the boys or I just want to be able to, you know, not have to sit out at swimming lessons this week or whatever it was because I was quite a sporty kid. Like I was on the netball team. I did swimming and all these things and I didn't want anything to slow me down. And I feel like this is where my little, like, if they can do it, I can do it. And I grew up with two brothers. And I feel like that mannerism and those thought patterns have a lot to answer for in the sense of what I stood my ground for to be able to prove or do just as much as males in my life oh my goodness so much power in that and this is why this needs to be like a a series because there's just so much we can unpack right Mm. there's so much and then as I was listening to you I'm like yeah I learned about the mechanics as well I was at my D'Angela's house actually and I was in the shower and I screamed I kind of knew it was coming anyway like I knew what a period was Mm. but I screamed and then she was like oh my and like everyone knows my beautiful Deandra she's gorgeous she was so excited she rang my mum they bought flowers over it was this big thing congratulations and I'm just like this is hideous oh, like you got flowers <laughs> I, did. I did and I was like but like what happens next and all I got told I'll be very honest was use pads not tampons we'll explain later and I'm like okay so then off I went to the supermarket and we bought them and it was just it and then as my I started, I was in year eight when this happened, so I was a little bit older. Um, And I was sort of starting each cycle. As we know at the start, it takes time for your body to start really getting into a rhythm, a cyclical rhythm, right? And there were times where the vivid memories for me are like I'm at school saying to my girlfriends, check my dress, have I leaked? And it was all very fear-based. It was like, ew, yuck, fear, ew, like, oh. And then the period pain started, right? And it was like, well, what do you do with that? Like you mask it and you take ibuprofen or you take the tablets that have been created for that because that agonising pain and what I'm sitting there listening to and as I speak and as you speak, it's only because we tried to keep up with everything that we had to do. If I had have taken a day off school and put the heat bag on and had a cup of tea and, and really stopped, that could have been a totally different approach to then numbing all of that with painkillers and with, you know, just wanting to get on and keep up with, let's just say it for what it is, keep up with the other boys at school, you know, and get it done. So reading this book, it's like these little moments of like, oh, my goodness, of course that's why we have period pain. Of course this is why these things happen. We're trying to push against our gorgeous cyclical clock, our second clock as Alyssa calls it. You know, in actual fact, it's our first clock because as a a female, we have one clock that's, you know, monthly, changing monthly. And within that month, there's different phases. And we'd love to unpack that a little bit more. And then you've got the 24-hour clock. So it's this kind of dance again between masculine and feminine. And, uh, yeah, no wonder as children in our age group, so we were born in the 80s, um, no wonder we were all just put on the pill and off we went and did life and, kind of covered up everything to get on with achieving and succeeding and doing and being. Mm. It was a, it's a it's such an interesting time. Like I just, you saying, being there in the 80s and my mum always said, oh, I love that you are able to have your job and stand on your two feet. Like it's good on you. I'm so proud of you, right? 
So there's that bit of there was such transition for women to be able to do those things, Mm -hmm. right? And at the same time, women wanting to have it all. Oh, my God. But having it all at what cost, right? And having it all at are we honouring that inner, if we come back to that intuition of that knowing, Mm. And this is what I love about this book. Like I love the way she breaks it down and it's like you can, but you need to honour this cycle. And when you honour this cycle in your true feminine, all the things happen. Mm-hmm. And we kind of reached on it, I feel like, last week when I was talking about the marriage between the masculine and feminine, there is still this marriage between what you've got going in yourself. Mm. to really own that so so true and I would be not honoring my new goal in life which is speaking my truth and let's just say that in this current world in this current existence that we're in um, you know it's a very patriarchal ways of being at the moment it's very structured it's very masculine driven if we don't start speaking up and unlocking this part of ourselves, um, I think we're not going to progress and move forward in any way, shape or form. And I know that that's something that's been stirring in me and causing me a bit of anger. Mm. So rather than channeling that anger, I'm choosing to use this platform that you and I have been brave to create as a way of possibly planting a seed or setting a spark to shift and change the way we look at how we live and how systems operate at the moment. There is so much power in a cyclical way of being. And the problem, in my opinion, and it's purely that, is that we've shifted too far to a masculine and not enough into the feminine. And I'm not saying all the way back to cyclical, throw caution to the wind and just be... It's a marriage of the two. But let's be honest, in the current climate we live in around the world, name somewhere where divine feminine and cyclical way of being is at the forefront. And I don't think we can. I don't think we can. And acknowledging that that's a controversial controversial big picture topic, we'd be doing a disservice to ourselves, me personally, and our community if we didn't speak our truth, which is what we said we would do. Yes, Mm. yes. I yeah. That. yeah, yeah, it's really important, and I think we need to acknowledge we're by no means what you would label experts when it comes to female health, when it comes to um, all of these facets of um, expertise, the science, the mindfulness, all these behind it. But there is also a lot of. Um, there's a tendency to kind of go, oh, we don't really know and we're not the experts, so let's not speak of it and put the power in someone else. I, I disagree with that concept too, right? Yes. Mm. Oh, I love that you said it. And it's a journey, right? Yes. So we're just speaking from our journey and there is there is no right or wrong when you look at the world. There is different ways and different opinions and we would not be honouring, like you said, our our feeling, our innate feeling if we weren't to share that. And that was something that even on the weekend I challenged my husband in this area. I said knowledge is just knowledge unless it's shared. 
Yes, you can read as many books as you like, but unless that's in a shared forum or unless you're empowering others, it's just another book, Yeah, you know, or it's just something that you know that you've topped up in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like our women's circle is so powerful because not only are we gaining knowledge together, we're sharing and lifting each other into what we want to grow and bloom into the world that is for empowering women. And I come back to Chantelle, who is a mother of two beautiful girls, in her doing the work and her taking herself on, that is the living example for those two girls that she is raising. Absolutely. And I keep thinking of the cup of teas and and the car parks and all these little things. Like Chantelle could easily sit there and say, I read this really great book. It's called this. Or the other night in my women's circle, someone could go, women's circle, what's that? It's these little sparks. It happened to me yesterday, National Tree Planting Day with my gorgeous soul sister, Erica. A friend of hers was there and was like, oh, what? Like you have a book club and I'm like, well, it's kind of a women's circle more than anything. It's that. But I said, oh, we talk about it on the podcast. She's like, what? What are you, all this stuff? So now she's like, amazing. I want to learn from you. And again, our superpower is the ability to tell stories. We are going to speak over the next couple of weeks from personal experience, Mm -hmm. from our own journeys and how we have expanded our mind and our knowledge using the help of people like Alyssa Vitti and like Heather Ashamara, these authors of these books, to anchor and support us in our knowledge. We may have some guests that come on and share who have supported us in our journey, but ultimately we're not sitting here to try and say we're the experts in the whole field. We're the experts in our own bodies and from sharing from our own experiences, we're hoping that that ignites an inquiry and question for each of you that are listening. Mm -hmm. And I know we have a male following as well. And like my beautiful partner, Matia, he's like, do I need to read the In The Flow book? And I said, yeah, he goes, you know, we laughed about it, but men need to listen. Just listen. We ask you to listen and be open. Yes. Uh, I love that you brought that up because I've said this to my husband. I'd love you to read this book. Yes. and there are heaps, and you know, and he has in the past. He's 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 read um, Open Wide by Melissa Ambrosini when we before we, you know, got engaged. And some of these books really help you also to be on the same page. Again, a book's just a book unless it's in yeah. you're living in that. And I, yeah, so think of a better way to anchor with women than we have, and it's definitely moved from book club to. Yeah, women's circle, and I feel like this might be a nice little segue into what book we're reading next. Oh my goodness, I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm like. I had to download the audio book of it because I listened to the podcast. I actually shared it on our strip it back social media page. Glennon Doyle's Untamed. Whoa, 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 whoa! This woman the bravery and courage, and I had to stop myself from going too far into the book because I want to experience that with my tribe listening to her podcast that she did with Melissa Ambrosini and her podcast that she did with Brene Brown and listening to the opening two chapters, get ready for some power. Oh, my goodness. Untamed by Glennon Doyle is our next book and I can't freaking wait. I just can't freaking wait. Oh. <laughs> so if you are looking for a group to connect with and banter with us and lift each other up, Come along, join us. Uh, we meet once a month and it is my favourite place to hang out, especially in our 
I'm, I feel like I'm in 3.0, are we allowed to say that, of my, <laughs> my retreat <laughs> track. And it is a divine space. So we will link to that also in the show notes. And I'll share all of the details also on our um, strip it back underscore podcast Instagram page. Um, and that will be a great way for us to connect. So just to acknowledge, we've just sort of touched the iceberg of what we're about to dive into over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are super excited to acknowledge again that this is a learning journey for us and we're speaking from our hearts. We hope that you get something out of it. Uh, thank you to our loyal listeners who have actually already started giving feedback and asking questions, hence the reason why we're unpacking this. So we've got listeners from uh, early teens all the way through to our beautiful, beautiful um, women that are going through changes in their life. So um, like what's it, menopause, we've got women that are mamas, we've got women that are preteen, all, all sorts of different phases and their husbands, partners, brothers, cousins, whoever there's such a plethora of people. So we're hoping that the series caters for some inquiry into, um, yeah, this beautiful, beautiful way of being, being a woman. Yes, and just sparking that inquiry in yourself, which Yay. is the exciting part. So let's leave it there for today. But in true Strip It Back style, what's been your little small win today? Ooh. Um, so you would have remembered Philippa from season two, beautiful Philippa. She suggested and sent me um, a link to an incredible breathwork, um, um, I guess, course, online course, um, and she said it was really beneficial for me with the, my thyroid health. And so she sent me the link to be able to participate in a seven-day breathwork inquiry. And I started that this morning at 6 a.m. and it was really interesting and really fantastic um, so I'm excited to share, yeah, that, that that's the way I started my day and thank Philippa for her generosity in sharing that with me. What about for you? Beautiful. Oh, what about, I had this beautiful message left from a friend overnight and that was just, you know, like just acknowledging they're in a different state just to say, hope you're good and just a real heartfelt message and I just am always so profoundly touched by when people take the time and leave you a simple voice note and how much that can make a difference in your day mm -hmm. to start and have that. So that was my little small win for the morning so far. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, the morning's just beginning, so that's really special. Um, thank you again, Renee. Thank you for, again, holding space because even in this short episode, we were able to be quite vulnerable with each other. So thank you, as always, for holding space. And thank you to our listeners. And I am super excited to um, share what's to come. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 